millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine a year where, oh, I haven't come up with an intro yet. Think, Sandro, think. Puns. Segways. Cats and dogs. End of the year. Animation. Brain blast! Imagine a year where oh, I forgot it. <laughs> what year is that, Sandro? The year is two thousand and one. 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 Welcome to Oldie Butter Goody. It is the podcast where, for all of this year, we've been watching movies from 2001 in the order they came out in, and uh, Zach, my co-host, my name is Sandra, by the way, it's the last episode of the year! Oh my god! First, it's gonna watch you, then it's gonna watch me! Oh, oh my god. Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, oh. is the movie we're, do- we're ending on. And Zach, I think this is the first time we've ended the year on a good film? Whoa, bold statement. I'm not sure if this is good. <laughs> it was alright, it was fun. I thought it was good. I thought it was perfect for what it was Mm. I didn't want any less I maybe could have done with a bit more but honestly I think I didn't expect any more and I think it did well yeah well I loved this movie when I was like between the ages of maybe four and seven oh I think I liked this movie and the tv show as well so I was um really worried going into this I know I picked it but I was worried I was like if this isn't good I'm probably going to be sad all of next year and it'll ruin the quality of the episodes we're doing next year because I'm going to be so sad because we watched Jimmy Neutron and it wasn't very good. But no, this was still it was still entertaining. I mean, the animation is ugly. Mm. But aside from that, it's fine. Yeah, look, look, but that's just to do with like 2000s era like kid shows mm. where they were starting to get into wacky animation styles and there was a lot of kids shows that started using new cgi technology and other things like that which definitely do not live up to now but it was better than i thought it was gonna look to be honest yeah i think you kind of settle into it yeah 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 I I remembered that it looked ugly <laughs> and therefore i set my expectations low but it was a bit above I mean, the end with the giant alien monster, that thing was a CGI nightmare. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, in general, the main character-looking things were all right. I think think this is, like, slightly worse quality than Shrek. I mean, like, Shrek's animation, that first one, (laughs) it's a little little rough at times. Uh, This is just slightly worse than that. Yeah, yeah. This is more like a very long, large episode 
of Jimmy Neutron. Oh, yeah. It's like an hour, 20 minutes I think it's about that. And it's just like one pretty big, rather epic, just episode. Because it like ends like any episode where it's just like, oh, and everything's back to normal. Yep. We can continue on with our lives and ignore the fact of... It's very, um, for people who haven't seen Jimmy Neutron, I could compare it to Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, yeah! Which is essentially the same show. It's the same show, except more people, I think, are fond of Dexter than they are of Jimmy Neutron. Probably because that was 2D animation, wasn't it? Yes, and it is... Good looking, unlike Jimmy Neutron. But no, I, I disagree. I think there's a lot of fans of both of them. And I think they're both pretty good show. Yeah, I mean, I'm a massive fan of Jimmy Neutron. I used to watch the show all the time. I loved it. I loved it. I related to Jimmy. I related to... No, I didn't at all, actually. I was like, this no, guy's I just think kind you of did. funny. I think you did. I think you could relate to his, like, hairstyle. Where he, oh, like, wow, that's a good point. He his hair up. I do kind of... Well, I did kind of have his hairstyle. Yeah, you did. You did go for that. To be fair, it's it's good. It's a good look. Yeah, it's good. It's good hairstyle. It's iconic. You know, uh, you you have the big brain. Yeah, just like Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, uh, I'm always trying to come up with dumb puns like Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're afraid of girls, just like Jimmy Neutron. Oh yeah, no, I to- to- totally am. Definitely, yes. Got it's true. I am a soy boy. It's correct. Just like <laughs> Jimmy Neutron. Do you think that Jimmy Neutron grew up and uh, like like he was like in a crypto? He was like his dad's age, but he's just on his computer into crypto. Oh yeah, he is the essential like crypto bro, like self because he's so like confident in everything he does. It's like oh yeah, he he has the like I'm better than you complex. So he's like, he's getting into crypto, and if you don't invest now, you're going to miss out. But I'm doing this because I'm smarter than you sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He is a crypto bro for sure. But before we jump into uh, the very long review of Jimmy Neutron that I'm sure is to come, a few things to mention up top. Uh, This is the last episode of the year. There we go. (gasps) What? What? I know, crazy. Well, Sandra, you told me we had like 30, 40 other episodes to do this year. I know, well, we're banking them for next year. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all of next year will be pre-recorded, every single episode <laughs> from this year. I hope nothing disastrous happens next year. Yeah, no, we are recording every episode of next year uh, in December of 2022. It's going to be a toll for us to record them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into Jimmy Neutron. Oh, it was a big week of options and I chose four and please don't read them all out again. Okay, I'll only mention like the notable ones, I guess. Yeah, okay. That's fine. I'll be asleep while you're doing that though. (laughs) There was like uh, Lord of the Rings. That's obviously a good one. The Majestic. Uh, a Beautiful Mind. <laughs> Cosford Park. Alright, I'm done. Yeah, alright. There were some options last week. We only need to go over them. Okay, well, those were other options. Oh, no, Lord of the Rings great. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius was released December 21st, just in time for Christmas. And what a great Christmas movie it is. Just like Die Hard, I think they're equally Christmas movies. This takes place when school's on, which kind of... No. Ah, uh, that's true. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Prancer came out how many weeks 
Prancer Returns came out how many weeks before this movie? Yeah, like four, <laughs> three, yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, like a literal month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. The movie is created, well, not just the movie, the franchise is created, co-written, and directed by John A. Davis. This was cooking in his noggin <laughs> since the 80s. You're saying he had a bit of a brain blast? Oh, he had a brain blast. Brain blast! But he originally made this under a different name. The original name was Johnny Quasar. Ooh! I like Quasar. That's a cool. I like using Quasar. It's like uh, Xenon, you know? I like the the weird space words that they just throw around for no fucking reason, you know? That is true. Yeah, Quasar's very 80s. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that. We need to bring back Johnny Quasar. I wonder if there's an episode where he goes to like an alternate dimension and meets Johnny Quasar. That would be cool. But I feel like Johnny Quasar's Absolutely way more of, like, a cool guy. Yeah, he's hey, cool. Johnny Quasar. Yeah, I'm quasin' here. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get in my Quas car. I'm gonna drive far in my Quas car, because I'm Johnny Quasar. What do you think made them change it to Jimmy Neutron? I mean, Jimmy Neutron's probably easier for a kid to say. Yeah, yeah, I think Quasar might have been too out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I mean, his name now, his full name is uh, Jimmy Isaac Neutron. Yes. So I get, it's for the pun of Isaac Neutron yes. as well, I think. Yes, it is. I'm sure they were just like in a meeting room and someone came up with that name and it's like, oh, that name's better. And possibly like, as we said, Johnny Quasar sounds more like a space action hero than a kid's TV show. Yeah, more like a buckaroo bonsai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, Jimmy sounds like a kid, right? He, yeah. Jimmy Neutron more sounds like a kid, which is what they're going for. Exactly. So, yeah, he came up with it in the 80s. He shelved it uh, once 3D animation started getting popular. He was like, so he pitched it to Nickelodeon. Uh, <laughs> it got the movie and the TV show greenlit. And um, pretty much stayed with the franchise the entire time. The only thing outside of it that he's really done is uh, the Ant Bully in 2006. He directed that movie, which I don't think I've ever seen, but I remember seeing posters for it. I don't. I have no idea what that is. It's like a kid who was killing ants with his magnifying glass, Uh... but then they shrink him down and are like, you were being a bit bloody mean, let's teach you a lesson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's one of those. I probably I probably saw a poster or something for it, but yeah. Another writer attached to this is David N. Weiss, who also wrote the Rugrats movie Ooh. and Shrek 2. What? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I've talked with people now. I've talked with people. People have agreed with me. They say Shrek 2 was the better movie. No, it's I've not. I've talked with other people. Yeah, yeah, no. I've talked with people. I'm... And I'm back on my horse of Shrek 2 might be the better movie. I'm still not sure. You three knocked me off that horse. (laughs) It was very unfair, I would say. Mm, Probably. (laughs) But also, like, they're both fantastic movies, so it's hard to argue. Apparently, Puss in Boots 2 is really good. Oh, really? Did you see the first one, though? Yeah, it wasn't good. (laughs) Yeah, I saw the first one. Ah, it was alright, but it was really just a glorified kids movie. Yeah, it wasn't as smart as Shrek. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Shrek is also a kids movie, but it... It, it does the right thing, like Incredibles, where it's made for adults mm. first and then kids, because kids will enjoy it anyway, because they're 
kids. Exactly. You make it for the parents. Make it just like Jimmy Neutron. This is made for the pe- kinda, kinda. No, it's, it's somewhere <laughs> in the middle. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but they do make like jokes and stuff that only adults would get as well. So it's it's got the adults in mind, whereas I think Puss in Boots was just like. Kids, 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 no adults in mind. This is more of a SpongeBob SquarePants where, like, adults will just ad- enjoy the absurdity of it. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, that's it. Another writer on this movie is Steve Oderkirk, who wrote Ace Ventura, Ooh. The Nutty Professor, Ooh. and Bruce Almighty. Ooh! Yeah. Oh my goodness, there was a lot of, there was a lot of big names on this movie. Uh, for the cast, though, what a surprise. Jimmy Neutron is voiced by a woman. Oh, my goodness. What? What? They can't do that. That's ridiculous. We need to, we need to replace that immediately. We need to get someone else to do the voices, like the person who does Bart Simpson. We need to get them to uh, replace Zach. it. We can't have a woman. Oh, uh, Zach, Zach, Zach. Bart Zach. Simpson is voiced by a woman. What? I know. What? It's PC oh, no, gone but mad. such talent. They're both very talented voice actors. How could this be? I know. Oh, my goodness. It's all right, though. We'll get the original voice actor for Astro Boy. He'll do a good job. No, I think we'll keep this one. This one's quite good. No, the joke there was Astro Boy was also voiced by a woman. What? <laughs> it was also no! voiced by a woman. <laughs> oh my god, no. Oh, it's, it's okay. The voice actor for Ben Ted. Yeah. He'll do a good It was a woman as well. What? <laughs> what is this bit? Oh my god. I don't know. <laughs> this is a weird bit. But no, they do a good job. Yeah, I mean, it's either you get her, her name is Debbie Derryberry. Great name. (laughs) That's a great name. You either get her or you get, like, an actual kid. Yeah. And for this sort of material, it's not like Recess, where you can get kids to do the voices. This needs to be an adult to actually be able to say this shit. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the whole thing, is he, like tries to talk like an adult by using, like, scientific terms and other things, you know? So it would be difficult for a kid to voice act. No, but I think they do a great... Like, why Why would you go with anyone different? She's she's great. Does she, she does the TV show as well, right? Yes, she does the TV show. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. also the aliens in Toy Story. Ooh. Uh, she's a main character in the first Yakuza game, and she's Coco Bandicoot in all the Crash Bandicoot games. Wow. Yeah. She's a lot of different stuff and is really good and definitely didn't remind me of the boss baby at one point. I was watching this and I was like, hey, the boss baby took inspiration from this. And then I couldn't stop thinking about how terrible those two movies are. <laughs> what did the boss baby take away from Jimmy Neutron? Please explain in vivid detail, Sandra. Uh, smart kid with big head. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah, well, that's. Like, the genius inventor child is not exactly an original concept. No, but it being in 3D animation is. That's true. That's true. I'm Look, I'm not advocating for Boss Baby here. I don't think... I'm pretty sure you forced us to watch the Boss Baby when it came out in, like, 2017, and you were like, this is really good afterwards. And I was like, what the fuck? Ah. <laughs> oh. I, I was absolutely still on board with that. That is my opinion of that movie. It is great. I think you I tried to say the Oscar <laughs> Award nominated movie Buzz Baby is what you were trying to say. 
Also in this movie is Carolyn Lawrence. She voices Cindy. She is Sandy in SpongeBob. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. That's what I like. Cindy and Sandy. Going back go. to these uh, older like stuff that we grew up with and being like, hey, these voice actors are in things that we like as adults. It's, it's always really interesting. I find that really funny. Like Rob Paulson, who plays Carl... Fan favorite, fan favorite, Carl. Oh yeah, every everyone loves Carl. Carl, Carl has lived on through the memes of the internet. Oh, he has, uh, and he knows it too. He brings it up at many conventions. Um, but he is best known as voicing Yakko Warner and Pinky from Animaniacs. Whoa, there you go. And like heaps of other stuff. His Wikipedia page is like longer than Nicolas Cage's. It's massive. Wow, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this isn't a surprise, but Frank Wilka plays the dog, Goddard. He's also Scooby-Doo. No one's surprised by that. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dog. Dog man do dog voice for dog dog. Look, you got dog on your resume for voice acting. People go, hey, we need a dog for our vo- <laughs> animation thing. Let's look at all the voice actors that, oh, there's one guy. Yeah, there's one guy. One guy does this. <laughs> he does all of them. We'll get that guy, I guess. Fuck. Did you know that Jim Cummings, who is the voice of Winnie the Pooh, plays Ultraman? Whoa. <laughs> oh, that that's actually quite funny, yeah. For that, like, one, like, minute scene. Yeah. That's pretty great. Martin Short is Ubla. Oh, He's great. Yeah. He's an inner space. Ubler. Very popular guy. Ubla. I love that name. I remember saying it as a kid. Ubla. But who plays the bad guy? Who plays King Goobot the Fifth? Why, it's Picard. Patrick Stewart is the king. No! What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, it's Patrick Stewart. What? Oh my goodness. Mm. And you see, this was the true beginnings of his career. This is after Next Gen. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is where he became an actor and went on to do great things like the Emoji movie. Oh, God. This is the movie that. that really... This is when he truly sold out and started doing animated stuff for money. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. That was a while ago. Yeah, that, that, that was a while ago. That's true. Yeah, no, no, but, uh, oh, that's, that's kind of uh, amazing. Yeah. He was really good, so that made sense. Yeah, I quite like the, uh, we don't get a name for this species. It's kind of called the phlegm. Yeah, <laughs> the phlegm. Uh, yeah, they're a gooey alien, they're like literal piles of, well, it makes sense because it's from Nickelodeon. Uh, they're literal piles of goo. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the sl- the slime of this movie I noticed considerably, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a Nickelodeon production. There's just slime going everywhere. <laughs> I was watching a documentary recently that was talking about like the early days of Cartoon Network, uh, Nickelodeon, and Disney Channel, mm. and everything that they said about Nickelodeon is true in this. Every Nickelodeon thing was, like, gross, yep. had, like, fart and burp jokes. Yep. It was kids versus adults, and yep. there was goose. And all four are in this. So, it really is a Nickelodeon movie in every sense of the word, so. To be fair, The Kids Next Door is a great thing about kids versus adult. To be also fair, that's Cartoon Network and not Nickelodeon, so take that. I remember Kids Next Door. Oh, I love that. That was one of my favourite shows, which also involves kids that are inventing things. Yeah, they are. 
That's a load of movies back then, was just kids being smart yeah. and inventing things and cool gadgets. And Kids Next Door, especially, I think, was uh, one of my top favourites. Anyway, uh, this movie has 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's very high. 53% audience score, but an A- minus cinema score, which means that's a retrospective people being like, this wasn't very good, actually. I think it's just people nowadays being mean. And not having enough nostalgia. But yeah, the animation has aged quite poorly. So I think anyone watching it now who doesn't have nostalgia mm. is like, what What the heck is this garbage? Whereas we're like, hey, this is pretty fun. If you showed this to a kid now, they probably wouldn't care about the animation. But if you show this to anyone over the age of like eight... They'll be like, what the heck is this looks like garbage? And then I'd be like, you think this looks like garbage? I put on Transformers Beast Wars for them. (laughs) And their eyes will melt. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But um, I think uh, any kids today, you put on anything and they'll go like, where are the characters from Fortnite? Oh, God. Where are the minions? Yeah. Yeah, where, where's the Marvel characters? I want to see them. Oh, God. I hate kids now, actually. <laughs> No, they're fine. Oh, my God. You've become the adult, Sandra. Oh, no. <laughs> you hate the kids now. Uh, I was an adult when I was 12. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Oh, you're like that one episode of Kids Next Door where the kid joins the adults. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, because she's about to turn 13 or whatever. And that's when they become teenagers, so they're not kids. There was an episode of Recess that did the same thing, too. I think that was just a popular plot point. I wonder if there's an episode where Jimmy becomes an adult. Oh, I'm sure there is. I know this one where in Fairy Odd Parents, where he becomes an adult, and then the god pa- fairy godparents are like, oh, yeah, we can't stay with you because you're not a kid anymore. <laughs> and he has to pay them by the hour. Uh, so critics at the time were saying the animation's not very good. They were saying that when it came out, yeah. which is interesting. Um, but the critics were like, the writing's really good, voice acting's good, it's got stuff for both adults and kids, it's a good fast pace. Uh, critics were really positive. This got nominated for an Oscar. This got nominated for Best Animated Feature, but guess what it lost to? A Shrek. Yeah, yeah, it lost to Shrek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let me think about that for two seconds. Shrek, obviously. What else was nominated in that, actually? I want to see. There was probably some good ones. There was probably some good ones. But yeah, that was a losing battle there. Although, I, I, I now can say the uh, award-nominated movie, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. Um, boy genius. Yeah, only three nominations. Uh, Shrek, Jimmy Neutron, and Monsters, Inc., which makes sense. The, those are the oh, three best. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Monsters, Inc. was really good as well. Yeah. <laughs> Three of the five Best Picture nominees came out this week, too. A Beautiful Mind, Gosford Park, and Fellowship of the Ring all came out this week with Jimmy Neutra. Wow. What a week. <laughs> and the other two nominations are Moulin Rouge and In the Bedroom, which is that one that you didn't want me to choose. Nope, that's boring. It sucks. Uh, but um, it makes sense that they're all coming out this time where everybody has day holidays off. Yeah. You know, so now this is when all the good movies come out and you go watch and man, going to the cinema at this time would have been crazy. So much to see. I mean, this year in 2022, what do we have? We've only got Avatar 2. Yeah, well, no one's going out to the cinema nowadays anyway. They just wait for it to come out on their, their choice of streaming service and then watch it. 
I went, well, I went to the cinema recently. I saw Black Panther and no one was there, which was kind of funny. It's a good movie though. Um, and then I saw The Menu, which is amazing. And the cinema was almost full. I don't know, I'm really surprised. Ooh. People are going out to see arty stuff. Because mm. I think the art crowd are like really into going to the movies. Yeah, the art crowd are like, you need to enjoy the cinematic experience. I mean, it's kind of true, though. I saw Black Panther in the cinemas, thought it looked really good. I saw Black Adam at home on my TV, and it looked like shit. So maybe you do have to watch superhero movies on the big screen. That That's the thing. It's like, I would actually like to go out and see more movies in person, because it is a cinematic experience. It is. Well, we are going to go, and we're going to go see Avatar 2. When? I don't know. But oh. it's the first Patreon episode of next year. So... Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Are you? I'm excited to relearn what the names of each character is <laughs> um, and to watch Aang once again learn all four elements oh, for and how to sake. control them. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't see how Aang's going to be able to, like, uh, hair bang. No, he doesn't have any hair. <laughs> so how is he going to have sex with all the trees? I don't understand. Speaking of Patreon, out on Wednesday... Uh, we reviewed Pinocchio, Pinocchio, and Pinocchio, mm. all from 2022. They made three Pinocchio movies this year, and we reviewed them. Check it out on Patreon. Link in the episode description. Zach, this movie cost $30 million. What do you think it made worldwide? Whew, 30 mil. That's a, that's a lot of schmackaroos. I'm going to say it did pretty well. It's Jimmy Neutron. It was really big back then. It was. I'm going to say this made quite a bit. I'm going to say 120-ish. 120-ish mil? Yeah. Yeah, it made $103 million. Oh, there you go. There you go. I wasn't, I wasn't far off. I wasn't far off. There you go. Uh, Taglines. There's three. First tagline is, blasting in the theaters. Ha-ha! <laughs> I give this a big thumbs up because it made a blast pun. Uh, the second tagline is, Jimmy Neutron, boy genius, I can fix this. Oh, I hate that. Which is stolen from Bob the Builder. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, it was. That's Bob the... Oh, that's a crime against... Uh, when did Bob the Builder come out? Was it in the 2000s? That was like the late 90s, I think. Yeah, exactly. Boom. That's That's child show plagiarism. Big thumbs down. Uh, and then the final tagline is, he may be small, but he's got a big brain. That is a direct quote from the movie. It is. Uh, it's also bad. <laughs> yeah, very bad. Yeah, that's a thumbs down. I like the first one, though. Yeah. More blast puns. Let's go. Attention all citizens. We are currently pursuing two individuals I believe are in the country under false pretenses. These undesirables are easily discernible by their unkempt appearances, their tendency to break into song, and their... instrument. Did you need to bring the guitar? She's a beauty, isn't she? I call her... Brett. Really? I'm going to Melbourne? Melbourne via Rottnest Island. Is that so hard to believe? This isn't a charity, you know. I don't tolerate name-calling, you bloody Darrow. Welcome to Australia. This is all your fault. Ah, oh, the nerve of some people. All right, you unlovable ship weasel. Now it's personal. Coming soon. A story about going home, facing your past, and the music you make along the way. You, Fred, and the road ahead. Streaming soon where you get your podcasts. Why do I get the impression no one here likes me? You must be very observant. 
All right, let's get into let's get into Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. Zach, how does this movie open? How does the the the, the boy open and be genius? Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandro, I don't know if you knew this, but this is actually a Nickelodeon movie. Oh my god! Yeah, so it has the font, and it's got the Nickelodeon logo, and then it has. Godog, whatever the fuck his name is. Godded. Godded. Uh, like, beams in the, like, rest of the logo. But then, pops up with the Jimmy Neutron logo. And it's got neutrons flying around it. It also has a second Nickelodeon logo, just in case you didn't quite catch that this was a Nickelodeon movie. It's true. This is a big-time Nickelodeon film. And how do you know that this is a Jimmy Neutron film, apart from the fact that Sandro has mentioned it like 12 times? Because Jimmy Neutron's name is at the start of the show. Well, yes, and it directly goes into a brain blast sequence. Imagine being in in the theatres, a young child in the theatres, would have seen a brain blast on a massive screen for the first time. Would have been amazing. Yeah, would to be a brain blast virgin, you know, to have not witnessed it. But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was uh, very. It was immediately like just jumping into things. You have the Ground Zero yep. detecting a, a bogey. Oh, bogeys in the sky! An unidentified flying object. They send out the jets. <laughs> They're like, we're gonna take this down. What the heck is this stupid thing? And and. Anyone who's over the age of eight knows it's probably Jimmy Neutron because it's his movie. The jets zoom in and it's like, oh, there's a bit of cloud cover. Can't see who it is. They get closer and bam, it's a child. It's G- He's in a rocket ship made out of like just some pretty flimsy steel. Yeah, made out of like garbage cans taped together with rocket boosters on the side. Yeah. And, and, and it's all taped up. And Carl's in there, and he's like, oh, I'm Carl. Oh, I can't do the voice. No, that was good. That was oh, good. Hello, I'm Carl. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yep, no, I'm forgetting everything. I will say this about this movie. A lot of the voices are annoying, but they're, like, funny annoying. But if you get easily annoyed by stuff, you'd probably hate this as an adult. <laughs> oh, I don't know. The thing is, they quickly swap between them, so one of them never gets too annoying. And that's the key. It's like, oh, I'm Carl. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, my boy. <laughs> Great. And he's like, oh, I don't like this. Um, and they're in this makeshift rocket ship plane thing without any sort of covering or cockpit or anything while there are fighter jets with cockpits and, like, coverings next to them. This happens a lot in the movie. They also go to space and don't have anything covering their heads. No. Uh, but can somehow breathe air. I I think that it's got to be covered in a force field, right? That's surely the explanation here. Yeah, but they don't explain it at any point. No. This movie tries, like, the whole thing is it's it's got the boy genius. He's so smart. He mm. builds inventions which can, like, shrink and grow and other things, but they don't have... They don't have to worry about oxygen. They forget about oxygen and space. Yeah, look, good point. I was thinking that the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, I think the answer is he's just he's just got a big brain. <laughs> he's just got a really big brain, Zach. That's what you need to remember. He's Jimmy Neutron. He's got a big brain. 
I guess back in 2001, they didn't know how space worked. Anyway, he escapes the army. He lands on his parents' uh, roof. We see the parents, first of all. Mummy Neutron. Very mummy. I hated that. She looks like Rachel McAdams. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna stop you with whatever you're saying. Second of all, I hate Daddy it. Neutron. Oh, very daddy. <laughs> very dad. Not daddy. Yeah, probably not daddy. I mean, he calls his wife sugar boogers, so I'm uh, probably not daddy. <laughs> He's a very good dad, though. I love that dad. What a good dad. The mum's a mummy. The dad is just a dad. That's what we've discovered here. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. But also, he does hit every other single roof before landing on his parents' roof. And, like, damaging a sign and other things. I'm like, who's liable for all those damages? Are the parents paying it? No, well, because at the end of every adventure, he hits the reset button, right? What? So all the damage that he's done disappears. What reset button? There's no canon in this world. No, 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 no. Every episode's connected of Jimmy Neutron. It's one continuous episode. It just so happens that every episode they end up in the exact situation they were at the start of the episode. Can you deny the fact that at the end of this movie they end up in the exact position they were at the start? That's true, they did. Therefore, if the kid went and watched this movie, they wouldn't have questions about how canonically this would have fit into the seasons. The Neutronverse. Yeah. That was always my thing, though. I was, I was always like, but in the movie, Jimmy Neutron and, Sid- and Cindy become friends. But in the TV show, Cindy's mean still. And I, d- I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Uh, I was like, where's the character arc? Where's the growth? Yeah, well, I mean, she has a bit of character growth. I think they, it's clear that they go back to insulting each other again. But I'm, I'm pretty sure canonically, don't they don't they get together? Don't they fall in love or some bullshit? Yeah, that happens in a few episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Jimmy Neutron, he sent a toaster into space with a message on it for aliens. And his mum's like, oh, but we told you not to talk to strangers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. He had to use an entire brain blast to do it, though. I know. He had to t- attach a soda can to the... To the the toaster satellite, so to jettison it just a bit further. I don't want to argue the physics of this movie ever during this episode. I think no. again, we've already talked about open cockpits, so I don't think anything's off the table at this stage. No, so. I think this is but- just a cartoon, really. I mean, what? they make the Looney Tunes sound effects, so I don't think there is any physics or gravity in this world. No, no, yeah, like everything, you have to ignore. Especially the fact that the teacher was left small the entire movie. <laughs> which was quite funny. What do you Well, at least you've got her voice down. So yeah, then he goes to school. He goes to school. He's hanging out with Carl Sheen's there. Oh, but he misses the bus, Sandro. What is he going to do? Oh, he's going to bust out an invention, of course. Oh. He's got he got some super-powered bubble gum. Oh my god, super-powered bubble gum. And then he bounces very rapidly. Boy, oh, 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 oh. That is, of course, until he hits a tree. And then he doesn't get bounced by it, it just pops. Cindy's like, oh, I guess the break is trees. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, what an insult. She's so mean. 
and then they go to go to school. Yeah, it's show and tell. Mm, and guess who's brought Ultra Lord for the seventh time this week? Ultraman. Oh, it's Sheen from the spin-off Planet Sheen. <laughs> yes. So what's his voice? This is Ultra Lord. I've I've watched every episode. Here's this mid-conditioned Ultra Lord that's sealed in this container. No one has ever seen it, which makes it super valuable. Hey, Mr. SpongeBob SquarePants sounding dumb kid, you like Cartman, but without the voice changing thing on it. Hey, you dumb kid. That's me. Uh, take it out of the box so we can see that it's in there. What do you mean? Of course it's in there. See, look. Oh my god, you did it, you fool. <laughs> oh no, I took it out of the box. No! That's kind of a scene from the movie. It's just all those different voices. It's very, it's constant. (laughs) It's constant dumb voices. No! Uh, You've got Carl. He's like, this is is my inhaler. My inhaler helps me breathe. That's not Carl's voice, but it's close enough. But yeah, that's close. That's close. That's his show and tell. And then Jimmy's show and tell is a shrink ray, but it doesn't work until the whole class have left. And then he shrinks the teacher. By accident. By accident. And then she's small for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yep. She just gets ignored and has to battle a giant uh, worm in her uh, apple. Before she then rides it in the post credit sequence where she's riding a worm. Yeah. Uh, they see a poster for Retroland. It's a big theme park. They all want to go. Do you, and you know what they do? What do they do? You know what they do? It really fucking annoyed me. They rip the poster off the pole to, to <laughs> read it. <laughs> they did that, didn't they? And that's a thing that like happens in some TV shows and other things. It's like a trope. Yeah. It's like, no one rips posters off the pole. Who does that? I mean, I'd do it. If I was a dumb kid. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then they keep having to pass it around because they can't read it because someone else is holding it. If they had just left it on the pole, they could have all read it together. Exactly. Because holding it up for them. And also, then they probably have to throw away the poster and no other kid's going to see the poster because they ripped it off the pole. Yeah, but every kid in the town goes anyway, so it's, you know, it's kind of... It worked out. Ah, uh, yeah, I think everyone knew anyway. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what the, what the, what the heck, who does that? And then the cool kid is like, hey, kids, you want to go? I'm Sean Connery. You want to go to the? Whoa! Hello. Yeah, that was a voice actor I missed. Holy crap! Now nah, he's just kind of like, "Hey, I'm cool. I'm the cool kid." And you know what the cool kids do? Drugs. We sneak out. Oh, and sneaking out. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta sneak out if you want to go to your party. If you you, you want to go to this theme park. And my instant thinking was, the fuck is this theme park doing letting unsupervised kids in? You've got to buy tickets. Where are they getting the money from? And how are the, the people at the gate letting them in? Well, you see, Sandro, this goes back to my earlier point of he does all this property damage, right? Yeah. Who's paying for it, right? Jimmy Neutron sells weapons to the government. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I would... <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, he builds drones for the government. Anyway, um, that or his parents are filthy rich because there's no way his dad... His dad is definitely, like, a rich kid, right? Because there's no way he, like, went through life correctly. Like, well, being... Because he is, of course, the joke is, he is very alternatively smart. 
So yeah, he's like, I'm going to sneak out. He makes himself small. He sneaks out. Uh, this all happens to like some weird auto-tuned Britney Spears parody song thing, mm. which was very odd. The soundtrack of this movie is very 2001. Yeah. Because uh, it features kids rapping and then it also features like really bad 2001 music, but also kids in America, which is great. That's a good song. Yeah, yeah. That's the like only song where I went, wait, oh, this is a good song. Mm. Yeah. He, he first tries to convince his parents to just let him go through a montage where he literally just robs the neighborhood of several things. He, he like looks at a pearl necklace in a shop and he's like, Ooh, I have an idea. I thought he was going to steal it from the shop. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was just going to rob the shop because he's already shown that he's a thief. Mm. He's stolen the toaster. He's stolen like, the car's converter or something, you know, gearbox or whatever. Yeah. To just build his inventions, right? So I'm like, oh yeah, he's just going to steal it. But no, he takes a harder approach of going to a seafood restaurant. Yes. Stealing uh, a ton of oysters off them. Yes. Then he goes and steals some coal from a train, but he also knows the conductor's name. Yeah, the conductor's like, oh, hi, Jimmy. It must be a regular occurrence for him to obtain coal, which makes sense. Because yeah. how else is he powering his laboratories? He's, it's probably coal-powered. But yeah, he sprinkles the coal on the oysters and then puts them in a microwave for four years. No, it's dirt. Not coal. No, it's dirt. Yeah, and then he puts them in a, a year microwave. <laughs> That's never explained. Ah, he's got a how big head. How the fuck is that supposed to work? He's smart. It doesn't matter. This is a cartoon. This is not... No, but like... He has the power of aging things. Yeah. To be fair, he does turn himself into the size of a planet at one point. But uh, yeah, he puts them in there. They all uh, spawn pearls. And he's like, oh, I'll make a necklace out of that. And then he puts um, the coal in a furnace thing. He sprays it with like lava or whatever and turns it into a diamond and then doesn't do anything with the diamond. I make some earrings, I think, but it's not shown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It it doesn't go through the process of him making earrings. He's just like, oh, we made a diamond, therefore earrings. He also stole some flowers off a garden hedge. A guy was carefully working on a sculpted elephant hedge, and he just smashes into it. This guy's pretty like Jimmy Neutron. Like I hate Jimmy Neutron. He's not a great guy, you know. Don't look up to him. Look up to Carl. Exactly. Which goes with my theory, if he's not a great guy, he must sell weapons to the government. I think he does, yeah. Oh, he has a smart home as well. Yeah, I loved his smart home. He's got, like, a VR toothbrush machine, something that makes his bed for him, something that dresses him. Yeah, uh, it's very uh, Wallace and Gromit, and I I love it. He's also got, like, an Alexa voice called Vox. Mm, Which is a funny joke, because Vox... It's a term we audio people use for voice clips what? and certain things I know. Isn't that rather punny? I had no idea. That's so oh, funny it's... because it's a term used by smart people. Aren't we so clever? Vox. Good lord. Also, he has a girl eating plant. What? Yeah, I don't know how he trained a... It's like a giant Venus flytrap, but it only eats girls. I don't know how that works. Evil, weaponry, government. Just saying. 
But yeah, his mum was like, nah, nah, all these gifts, I'm not going to let you go to the park. Get out of here. So he asks the dad and the dad's like, no. And he's like, but, but dad, all my friends are going to be there. I know, son. But if all your friends were named Cliff, would you jump off of them? I don't think so. <laughs> what a great quote. Yep. So they sneak out. Yep. Uh, they sneak out. They go to the park. Whoa. It's better than a poster. It's better than a poster, yeah. Oh, I should say, uh, whoa, it's better than a poster. (laughs) I will say, though, that theme park looks real good. That's a good theme park. That's, like, top-tier theme park, especially for, like, a tiny American town. What the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's full of rich kids, super rich kids. We we see uh, Carl... He touches a llama. I touched a llama. That was more the teacher's voice. That wasn't really Carl. Oh, no, I thought that was pretty good. And they're, they're very close. Um, And uh, he gets a little little thing that says, I touched a llama, a little uh, button for his shirt, which is very funny. Guy meets Ultra Lord. Ultra Lord. He meets Ultra Lord, and then he gets a mask from Ultra Lord, and then he faints from excitement. Excitement. Ultra Lord. Ultra Lord. <laughs> oh, that kid is gonna grow up to be the most annoying nerd. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be playing WoW for the for the next 15 years. So meanwhile, the aliens up in space, they found the toaster and they gave it a watch. And they're like, oh my god, these humans look delicious. I got, I got my favourite quote from here, I think. Uh, Hello, toast! I greatly admire your ship! So yeah, there's the there's these aliens. They look like eggs. Yep. They're like goo, but they're in like egg... Uh, shells. Yeah, oh. Haha, they're like robotic flying suits. Like the petrol shop shell? Is that what you're referring to? The Coles-owned petrol corner store shell? No, I'm saying they look like eggs, and they fly in giant chickens. They're not ch- they don't sell chickens at Shell. They sell petrol. Shut up. And like some snacks <laughs> and stuff, and, but, but no eggs. They might have some milk. Shut the fuck up. Alright, so so they discover the signal, and Jimmy Neutron also sent coordinates to their planet. <laughs> yeah, he did that. <laughs> which is definitely a big boo-boo. Like, oh, yeah, he messed up here. Yeah, he'd never seen a single alien movie where the aliens could be hostile. Because, oh, he's too young. Oh, that's true. It's his parents' fault, actually. Yeah. Because they, they, they're too harsh on the kid. They didn't make him watch Predator. Or, um, Body Snatchers. Or Independence Day. Oh, Independence Day. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, those aliens come to Earth and what do they do? They kidnap all the parents. We see Jimmy Neutron's dad. He's reading a book called Unwrapping Your Gifted Child, which... (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, It's so 2001. And uh, they're frozen and taken to the spaceship. The aliens come down and they only take this one small town's worth of... Just adults. They don't take any kids. No, just the adults, which is very interesting. It's lucky that in this town, there exists only kids and adults. There's no teenagers whatsoever. There aren't, no. Um, Therefore, it's quite easy to distinguish between a kid and an adult. Except for maybe Nick. Oh no, we see a teenager. We see a teenager working the till at the shop. 
uh, when all the parents are gone. We see a teenager with braces. Was there a teenager? I thought that was just a kid. No, I'm pretty sure that was a... Because she was taller than everyone. They even have, like, a news reporter. The whole idea is this is a news reporter, but the news reporter is a child. They're child. They're all children. And they, they're reporting. They're like, hey, I'm reporting, getting all these interviews with these kids. They all want their mummy back, and I want my mummy back. <laughs> I remember that part. But yeah, all the parents are taken, and uh, the aliens leave notes being like, hello, son slash daughter. I have gone on a trip to Florida. Sincerely, your parents. <laughs> yep. And all the kids get it, and they're all like, oh my god, can it be true? Can it be true? Our parents are gone? But then they're like, oh wait, the parents are gone, let's party! Let's party! And they go wild. I've written down everything that they do. Oh my god, alright, here we go. Tell, Tell us all the shenanigans they do. I only wrote down one which was pissing in the shower, because that... Is a bamf move. Sheen pisses in the shower, and then he continues to piss in the shower. L- later on, he's like, I'm still doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, Sheen, what have you been drinking? <laughs> what a mad lad. What a crazy guy. One other kid lets the cold out of the fridge. Ooh. That's a waste. Uh, one of them's walking up the down escalator. Oh my, what a rebel. That's a waste of time. And uh, his clothes don't match. His clothes don't match. He's out in public and his clothes don't match. That's a waste of an opportunity now that his parents are gone. Yeah. Could be doing so much else. And then they all do hard candy and they all get uh, fat and hungover. <laughs> yep. Yep, they all get sugar rush hangovers because they party too hard. That's right. And we get the quote, What started out as an awesome day has become, like, a real bummer. Yeah, because they're like, Oh man, we shouldn't have wished on that shooting star, which definitely wasn't the aliens that we saw last night, that all our parents were gone, because we actually figured out we love our parents and we miss them. Oh no! This is breaking the Nickelodeon formula. This one's like kid versus adults, but also... Adults good, maybe. Wow, pretty deep for Nickelodeon, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. They've really, they've really hit the deep end here, Sandro. Whoa. <laughs> Did Nickelodeon ever make anything deep? I don't think so. Yeah, I think this is as deep as they get. So, uh, while he was snuck out, yeah. his dog was lying in his bed. Yes. Pretending to be him. And his parents went to say goodnight. And they said, goodnight, see you in the morning. And it's only after hearing this message that his dog recorded. He's like, wait, why would they say see you in the morning if they were planning on leaving? That doesn't make any sense. Yes. And it's only at this point that he gets suspicious that something bad might have happened to his parents. It's not the super dodgy note or the fact they... Ma- they disappeared along with literally every other parent. Every single parent is gone. I'm just saying, maybe Jimmy, not that smart after all, you dumbass. He's pretty dumb. And then he goes into his lair. Yeah, and he has to have a computer to scan it to note that it's not his parents' handwriting. Yeah, that was very dumb, Jimmy. <laughs> you need a computer for that? That's clearly type. Jimmy, my boy, what are you doing? And then he's like, oh, no, the aliens visited last night. The kids come over because they learned that Jimmy knows what's happened to their parents. And he's like, oh, yeah, the aliens have captured them. We need to go get them. And so the kids are like, yeah, we'll go to space with you then. And so Jimmy and them help each other uh, convert the entire amusement park Mm. into space. 
spaceship. Yeah, spaceship. Whoa. It's so metal. You've got like the octopuke. Yeah. Which is like a spinny ride and it like spins into space. You've got the roller coaster, which is a big snake looking roller coaster. Yeah, it's going up and down like Falcor. It does kind of move like that. That's true. You got like just one of those generic like swing roundabout thingies that flings you round and round and round. You've got a Viking boat. That does the swinging back and forth. I like that one. Uh, that's converted into just a boat ship. There's a bunch of smaller ships that only mm. fit one or two kids in them. There's a bunch of those in there as well. There's like a butterfly for Carl. Yeah. There's a uh, there's like a drill ship that the girls beauty up. Yep, they make it all girly. All throughout the movie, it's like boys versus girls. Which Ew, hasn't... girls are gross and boys are... Also gross. Yeah, which I forgot how aggressive that is in this series. I forgot how aggressive. Oh, like, no, just in the 2000s as well. It was every TV show. I mean, it wasn't in Recess, which might be why Recess is like the best show from this era, because it wasn't that. It was way more grown up than a lot of these. Yeah, I think if you look through enough episodes, you'll find something. But Nickelodeon also was, like, entirely mostly aimed at boys anyway. Aside from, like, yeah. iCarly and a bunch of their, like, live-action stuff, it was all just for boys. Yeah, because it's all gross, because it's got slime and burps and farts, which is gross boy stuff. So then they launch into space. They launch into space to Kids of America. There's a meteor shower the that they've got a... America. America. I forgot that song was in this movie. Great song. I love that song. Yeah, it's a good song. It was, it was jarring that it was here. Yeah, because all the music is shit. And then you get this yes. song and you're like, what the fuck? The kids of America. Whoa. Which I get, it's very biased to America. I mean, I guess that it is an American show. It takes place in America. Um, so yeah, they, they, they hide from this meteor shower, which starts wrecking them mm. um, on a large asteroid. Oh, and and the cool kid. He's there, he's telling them all a scary story, which is just recounting the events of Blair Witch Project, mm. which is very funny. He's like, and then the kids leave the tent. And Carl's like, oh, they leave the tent! No, they left the tent! Yeah, but here's the thing, they're telling these stories by the campfire. Yeah! You know, spooky stories by the campfire in space. How do they have a campfire in space? Shush. Please explain no. everything. Where did they get the wood as well? They're on a rock in the middle of space. I Jimmy brought some in his backpack. I don't know. There is no sure, explanation. Sure. How did they light the fire? So they, they finally arrive at the alien planet. And it's an advanced alien civilization. It's the opening scene from Futurama. <laughs> the opening credits. It sequence. is, really. <laughs> of And with, like, chicken ships flying around. Yep. And these egg body people. There's, like, a traffic jam where, where there's been a, a car crash and some other things. The goo is, like, coming out of the, the shell. And they're like, yeah, uh, th- th- this doesn't look good. So it- it's a whole ecosystem. It's like a full city. It's great. It's great. Yeah, they live in an alien society. But they still worship the god of wrath. Poltra. Bum, bum, bum. bum, bum. Poltra. Poltra. It's just an alien chicken. Yep. <laughs> Well, that's one big chicken. That's one big chicken. 
going into this, in my like head, I thought the ending of this movie was the ending to Chicken Little, where he's got to kind of like walk along a spaceship and stuff and kind of save everyone that way. But no, I got Chicken Little and Jimmy Neutron mixed up because there's just a bunch of chickens in this movie too. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah, by the way, everyone refers to the aliens as aliens, Mm -hmm. including the aliens, which obviously they would... If they were the al- if you were an alien, you would refer to the humans as aliens. You would, but this is a world where there's oxygen in space. Yeah, and also a world where where the aliens do human sacrifices. <laughs> I did love how they called it a human sacrifice, but this time with humans, which means they do human sacrifices beforehand without having humans without knowing where humans live maybe this does take place in the future it's like star trek world where we've gone to space right so they've met humans before wait no 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 because jimmy neutron specifically says it's first contact so yeah yeah never mind. i think i think this is one where they've like uh they've received earth television communications oh yes so they've got to watch earth tv before and of course, they watch some shows, and it's like, "Whoa, these humans are savages! They do all these sacrifices." Uh, so they're all thrown in the dungeon. All the kids are thrown in the dungeon. Um, they're trying to come up with plans. They're like, "I think uh, Sheen is like, we use Ultra Lord," and Nick's like, "That's a pretty stupid idea. That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard." And then Shane's like, no, this is the stupidest thing you've ever heard. (laughs) That's from Dumb and Dumber, isn't it? (laughs) Directly stolen from Dumb and Dumber, absolutely. And and then Cindy gives Neutron a pep talk. She's like, hey, actually, I used to be the smartest kid until you came to class. And now you're the smartest kid. And that's why I bully you. I've got to get us out of here. So he calls up his dog. He's like, hey, dog. Come save us. Come save us. The dog comes and saves him. And we get Chekhov's dog trick. At the start of the movie, Jimmy Neutron's playing with his dog, making him do tricks. He's like, jump, sit, roll over, play dead. And when he tells the dog to play dead, the dog explodes, which is very funny. That's a funny joke. It is a funny joke. And something that I've inadvertently stolen from this movie. Oh, no. Yes. I played a D&D character with a hellhound. Yeah. And the hellhound exploded when he, if he was told to play dead. <laughs> oh my god. You stole it directly from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, but I had no memory of this joke from this movie. So it was obviously a joke that had hit my subconscious, right? And I was like, oh, that's a funny joke. So I just had a dog explode. So you were watching this and you were like, that's where that joke's from. Oh no, I'm a Yeah, thief. I was like, holy shit. I thought I came up with that. No! It was from this movie! From this movie. So yeah, what he does is he gets the dog to come over to the front of his cell and then play dead. Big explosion. And then he's like, I made that bug a feature. Ha ha! And so they escape. And when they escape, the alien's guard's like, Come back! 
Uh, please? <laughs> they enter the Colosseum. There's a giant egg in the middle, and all the parents are around it doing the chicken dance. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and Carl's like, oh, what a lame... No, not Carl. Uh, Shane is like, what a lame halftime show. Oh, yeah, and Carl's like, oh, my dad, you... Oh, I've forgotten his voice again. Hang on a second. Uh, Ray, my dad usually does this! That's the oh, teacher. My dad usually... Yeah, there's Carl ASMR on YouTube. <laughs> Don't the fuck is this? No, it's something else. It's Carl singing "Red Bird" by Childish Gambino. Anyway, <laughs> keep uh, close enough. There's a giant egg. They heat up the egg and it bursts out, and we just see these big alien eyes. And then uh, Jimmy Neutron comes up with a plan. He does a brain blast. A brain blast at the end of the movie. Just like at the start of the movie, he figures this out. His brain blast is to steal one of the encasings of an alien and then fly around in it. Yeah. It's pretty smart. And he flies up to steal the mind control device that is controlling the parents. Now, this fight scene, it's pretty gory. There's a lot of, there's a lot, like, for the aliens... I feel like this is pretty gruesome. There's goo going everywhere. Yeah, this is an R-rated alien film. For us humans, it's just goo. Who cares? But for them... Yeah, it's a... Everything on Nickelodeon would be R-rated for <laughs> for for the aliens. Because people would be constantly covered in blood yeah. for them. Constantly covered in goo. That's true. Oh, no wonder they thought the humans were such savages... It's because of all the... They just watched Nickelodeon, and the, everybody gets drenched in goo. They thought it was blood. Oh, they thought we did blood sacrifices, but it was just goo. That's what it is, exactly. Ah, it makes all sense now. So yeah, he gets control of the parents. Uh, they all get into a giant ship that Sheen steals somehow. We don't see how he managed to kill the guards or whatever. He's just told, what would Ultralord do? Yeah. And then he somehow manages to... I wish we had like a two-minute scene where we see him kicky alien butt to get this ship but no he's just got this ship somehow yeah never explained exactly and then they go to space it's time for a big space fight jimmy gets on the dog the dog turns itself into a space bike he flies through space on a dog which again it's like where's the oxygen but anyway who cares doesn't matter we'll move him past it and then while he's flying towards him, the aliens are like, oh, ha, 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 he's so small, he's so tiny, he's going to run into us. Oh, what a small, tiny kid. Oh, what a stupid idiot. He's so dumb. Ha, 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 he's so small and dumb. He's like, you take my parents. You kidnap us. You lock us in jail. But most of all, you call me small. And then he zaps himself with the shrinkomatic but. He sets it to planet size. Oh my god, he's so big. And then he brutally murders everyone. Yeah, by gently blowing on them into an asteroid. Completely destroys them. Not really. Like, we see the king, he's been turned into an omelette, and there's a bunch of, like, egg puns. But he's murdered. Like, he just murdered them all. Well, here's the thing, though, Sandro. We know for a fact in space there is oxygen, right? Oh, yeah. So they probably just survived. They probably just survived. And then they all go home, and Jimmy's learnt his l- lesson. He's like, sorry, parents, I'll never talk to strangers again. And also, I'll always value my parents, which is my mum and a dad. Every family is a mum and a dad, and a child, 
That's every family in America. Yep. Is a, it's 2001. There's only mums and dads. Well, there was a single parent in the cutscene where everyone was meeting their parents. It was Nick's mum. And then it ends with uh, the mum giving Jimmy and Carl some eggs. Uh, Carl freaks out. Is like, ah, aliens! Because he's a dumb cunt. And Jimmy's like, <laughs> shut is. the fuck up, you idiot, and eat your eggs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then the mum's like, oh, I don't remember buying this burping soda. And she has a sip, and then she starts burping. And then dad comes in, and he's also, he starts burping. He's like, oh, well, I tell you what, Elise is coming out of the attic and not the basement. <laughs> Ah, and they all laugh. <laughs> then kids rap. <laughs> kids rap was so funny. <laughs> the kids are like, I was in the car with my dad and my mom and my sister. We were going to the beach. Yep. It was very sunny. Yep. <laughs> I was like, fuck, this is terrible. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. That's Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. I can't objectively rate this. <laughs> this is too nostalgic for me to be able to, like, objectively rate, I think. That's fair. That's I fair. I don't know. But I, I, I had fun with it. I I was expecting this to be much worse than it was. Me too. So I was pleasantly surprised. Like, the animation was definitely bad, but it wasn't as bad as I remembered. But that might be nostalgia carrying me through that. I don't know. But also the plot wasn't too bad either. I really liked the writing. The writing is good and the acting as well it's so stupid yeah yeah the joke the jokes are so dumb it's funny yeah and of course i like the wacky invention idea like that's always fun yeah so i think this is fun i might be clouded by nostalgia myself i didn't i didn't grow up watching jimmy neutron so much it wasn't like my main show ben 10 was more my jam well i was jimmy neutron then ben 10 yeah 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 mine was definitely like ben 10 and then like Jimmy Neutron, bit of Dexter, Kids Next Door, you know, that sort of thing. But um, but this is definitely good. This is, this is good stuff. I'm, I'm going to give it a goodie. Well, you said Clouded by Nostalgia, and that's an award that we have that we also gave to Spy Kids. What? That we could even give to this, because I don't... I think it's a goodie, but, like, again, I'm highly... Uh, yeah. I've been infiltrated by nostalgia when it comes to rating this movie. Um, I'm actually glad I rewatched this though. Like as soon as I pressed play, I was like, "I'm gonna regret rewatching this." Yeah, yeah. This should yeah. have stayed oh, in my memory. But no, actually, it's it's pretty good. I agree. Clouded by nostalgia award. Clouded by nostalgia award. Which, by the way, is definitely a goodie. Like that's that is better better than a goodie. Technically, technically, it is better than a goodie because we also gave that to Zoolander and Wet Hot. Um, <laughs> so there you go. So, yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
When you walk through an art museum, what happens? You see some interesting things. You see some not so interesting things. <laughs> and if you're like me at all, you, you're probably a little bit sleepy. Well, grab a cafecito and listen up. It's Art Slice, a palatable serving of art history. I'm Russell Shoemaker. I'm Stephanie Duenas. We are not your daddy's art history podcast. <laughs> we are both artists. So we look at art history through that perspective. We cover the artists you know and those that have been ignored for so many different reasons. We look at the context of the time. We compare it to today. We don't dumb anything down, but, and this is a big but, hey we like to have a good time, okay? Nos gusta to goof <laughs> around, all right? We have hungry pantry oh, no, bonds that no, might startle you. It's a long story. We, we feed them our materials. Art is just a visual language, so in order for us to interpret what we think it's saying, we hijack the work. Right. How do you like that for an art heist? Exactly. And ultimately, we decide if it belongs in our Art Slice Museum okay. on top of the Art Slice okay. Hilltop. So, so if this all sounds good to you, join us on Art Slice a palatable serving of art history. Uh, with a clouded by nostalgia award for Jimmy Neutron, we've got to come up with a sequel because there aren't any sequels. There's the TV show. A TV show aired from uh, 2002 to 2006. Uh, they did announce when the TV show started that they were going to make a second film that was due out in 2004. Obviously, that didn't happen. Yeah, no. I think it's a bit late for it to come out now. The idea was uh, they couldn't agree on a story. They were like, we don't know what story we want to tell for Jimmy Neutron. Oh, that ha- that happens. And then Nickelodeon were like, uh, why would we put money into a movie when people are just watching the show at home? Yeah. So they cancelled. Wow. <laughs> they cancelled the movie. Well, the first movie did well, though. Oh, a bunch of jerks. Oh, no, they're very silly. Uh, but we did get the Planet Sheen spinoff, which is kind of a sequel mm. from 2010 to 13. I've never seen it. I was too old when that came out. Correct. Everyone's on board to make a remake, though. Everyone's on board to remake it or reboot it or do a sequel, but uh, there hasn't been any proper announcements. They'd have to get funding from somewhere. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. But I mean, in the age of, like, the Santa Claus is back, bring back Jimmy Neutron, too. Mm. Why not? You know what has to happen? Someone in crypto that has made it big needs to fund this, and then Jimmy can shield crypto as well. I I don't. No, just... (laughs) Just, no, don't do that. No. No. Oh, yes. We need more crypto shenanigans. That's what I think. But let's come up with our own sequel to this movie. All right, let's do that. Let's do that. But first, Sandra, you need to get a random number generator and generate a random number. What? And then with that random number, you have to find a podcast and uh, that we have done previously where we covered a movie, and then we combine that movie with this movie. Oh, well, the random number generator's given me number 47, so you're saying I should go Ooh. see what episode 47 was? Yeah, what, what episode was 47? What episode? What? Episode was 47. Episode 47 was a movie called Junior. Do you remember what Junior is? Isn't that the Arnold Schwarzenegger one? That's that one. Hell yeah! (laughs) Woo! You don't need to remind me what Junior is. Hell yeah. Arnie and Danny get uh, get pregs. They get prego. uh, Male pregnancy movie. No, I know. I know. The dad. You said he's rich. Maybe he's rich because his brother is Danny DeVito in Junior. Correct. And Danny DeVito in Junior is like, hey, you want to be a part of something real big? You want to have a child, Jimmy Neutron's dad? Have some of this? And so Jimmy Neutron's dad gets prego and then has a kid 
And it's... Uh, Jenny. Jenny Neutron. Jenny Neutron. Girl genius. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get sibling war. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. I like Jimmy Neutron's sibling war. I don't know about the dad getting pregnant thing. That's very ridiculous. That just kind of happens. But it could be the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, definitely Arnold and Danny DeVito should uh, be in the movie a lot. And they could be like the uncles, you know, they're the uncle Neutrons. Well, maybe something's up with Jenny Neutron and she gets taken by the government because the government are like, this kid's too smart. What happened? We're going to do experiments. And so Jimmy's going to team up with Arnie and DeVito to to get her back, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, Arnold's quite smart with the, the, the like, um, biological science. Yes, he was, wasn't Whereas he? Whereas Jimmy's more like mechanical science. Mm. Um, and so they disagree on things and then Danny DeVito has to get in between them like, oh, you guys disagree. They like argue what way to do things, but then in the end they have to combine their science together to save the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think nowadays if this was to happen, it just is the sequel to Jimmy Neutron and yeah. not anything to do with Junior. But I like the idea of Jenny Neutron. Jenny Neutron. Girl genius. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, let's do some, well, the the final reviews of the year. Well, Sandro, it's the end of the year. It's time for the final. Oh, no. The final (laughs) raving reviews. Oh, very fancy. It's time for the final raving reviews. This is the part of the show where I go to Rotten Tomatoes and I grab audience reviews, not the critics, because clearly the critics got it right this time and the audience is wrong. Yeah, we're going to make fun of them. We have to berate the audience. Yeah, like, what are you doing? But, but um, again, it's probably because the, uh, all the reviewers were blinded by nostalgia. Mm. And so now we need to go to the real source, the real reviews, which of course come from the audience. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a name. I'm going to tell you the review and you have to guess what they rated it. Okay. The ratings go between 0.5 and 5. So there's 0.5. You've got to remember that, Sandro. And you came up with one too? Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so I've grabbed five of them and I've added a sixth one. The sixth one it's randomly in there. Yep. And the sixth one is mine. Let's see if I can get more than uh, more than five points. Yeah, this is the end of the year. So you, you have to get as many points as you can. This yeah. is the final points you could possibly get. And considering the next year is like all films, well, probably all films that everyone loves, we might change up the review mm. segment a little bit too. So th- this could be the last time I can get this many points. Yeah, I think this is the last raving reviews. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've got to grab as many points. It's vitally important that I got the best possible reviews for this. Luckily, I did. So... Let's start off with one of my favorite ones by David, who says, Got a blast! Dot, dot, dot. Me back to the past. What a nostalgia trip. Only needed more CGI chicken monsters. Oh, a fan of the CGI chicken monster. All right. Yeah. I like that review. That's really smart. Could be yours. I liked it because it said, Got a blast! Dot, dot, dot. 
me back to the past. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a rhyme. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I think that's probably pretty positive. I'm gonna say that's probably a four out of five positive rating. Ooh, it was it was not as such. It was a uh, three out of five. Oh, okay, but still positive then. Yeah, yeah, still positive. Yeah. And we are doing closest wins, so I will get a. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! No, I'm a mad lad. I'm a larrikin. No. I'm just joking around. <laughs> You're trying to brain blast me <laughs> to give you more points. No, I did a brain blast. No points for you, sir. Zero points. That's a bad start. That's a bad start, Sandra. You gotta, you gotta pick this up. Come on. Marcus says, to be frank, it was all right. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. Uh, uh, three. Again. Oh, 2.5. Oh, 2.5. I'll go 2.5. It was three again. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. No. Ridiculous. I hate it. Oh, you should have gone with your first pick, Sandro. You should have gone with your your big brain blast. I should have done a big brain blast all over that review. <laughs> I hate that. Anthony says, my ninth worst movie of all time. Ninth worst movie of all time. It could mean he's only watched nine movies, and therefore it's also his best movie of all time, if you think about it. True. Could be that. But that's definitely not the case. It's gonna be... <laughs> it's gotta be... Oh, is it one or is it zero? That's the question. I'll go 0.5, because people don't seem to like this movie based off that Rotten Tomatoes that's score. Fair, that's fair, that's fair. It is 0.5, so you're finally on the board. I'm on the you board a with a point. You almost got a point earlier, but now you've got a real point. A point to hold on to. Brain Blast! I can just put the number two next to that number and I give myself another point. Whoa! Whoa! I got two points. What the heck? This is a crazy, unprecedented time. <laughs> wow. For the last, the last wave of reviews, you're just going to cheat. <laughs> wow. I know, this is crazy. <laughs> Truly, crazy. I- I'm actually Jimmy Neutron all grown up. I'm a cheater. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of Jimmy Neutron, the next review is by Jimmy. Mm. They have the same name. Maybe they have something positive to say. This movie is trash. <gasps> I don't recommend you ever watch this horrible, horrible trash. That's going to be 0.5. <laughs> yeah, yes. It sounds like someone got bullied at school because their name was Jimmy, like Jimmy Neutron, and they hate Jimmy Neutron. But you got another point, which brings you up to four points, I think. Oh, I cheated. I got another <laughs> four points. Yeah, got eight wow. points now, actually. Whoa, eight I points. Know. This is... This is like the most points you've got this year. I know, it's crazy. I've already beaten the amount I wanted to get. I've got eight points. (laughs) Wow, this is incredible. I'm so good at this game. It must be all this year's training. You've become so good at this game. (laughs) The four years of raving reviews has led up to this final game. This final game where you've got more points than you can possibly even achieve so far. It's incredible. We have Alan who says, Alan, can I watch Disney movies? What? Can I watch Disney movies? I guess this Alan is a child who does not have Disney but has Nickelodeon but really wants Disney. And um, Alan thinks that his parents are on Rotten Tomatoes and will see this and buy him a Disney subscription on Foxtel. So what do you think a child would have rated this? Probably like a two? No, 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 you gotta think, you gotta brain blast this one, Sandra. How would a child have yeah, rated child. this? Five out of five. 
It's five out of five. I can't believe. Oh my believe god! It. I've got a hundred points. <laughs> you pay plastered in. You actually got it right. I think oh. they accidentally rated this five out of five. I did a brain blast. I've got a hundred <laughs> points now. This is wild. Oh my god! He's got so much points. <laughs> oh my and finally, god! Finally, the last review of the year. Whoa! It's by Epic Lady Sponge. <laughs> Epic Lady Sponge has the last review of the entire year. And it is, it stands up there with Monsters Inc. and Shrek. Oh, it stands up there with Monsters Inc. and Shrek. That's got to be a solid five, no, 4.5 out of five. Uh, it's four out of five. Oh, I don't get any points. I'm stuck on 100. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it is a very bold statement, which is definitely not true. It's nowhere near as good as Monster Seek or Shrek. It's not. No, it's not. It isn't. But a very bold statement. I mean, I I guess it, it is true, actually, because it did stand up there with Monster Inc. and Shrek in the awards. Mm, it did. And that's why I think it's your review, because you learnt that information earlier in the episode. That is incorrect. Oh. That is definitely wrong. Then your review has got a blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got a blast. Be back to the past. Oh, I've got 984 points. 984, what a specific number. Whoa, that's so many points. Wow. Woo. I think that's more points than you've gotten combined for the rest of the year. I think it is. I'm not going to go back through them all and check, but I think it is. Oh, no, it absolutely is. You sucked at those other ones. But this one, you got, like, way over what was even possible. Oh, it's wild. Anyway, that's the entire episode right there. And brings us to the end of Reviewing 2001. What a wild journey. It was pretty shit thinking about it. <laughs> Thank God we're fucking done with this year. <laughs> Good lord, this year sucked. Like... Sandro, yeah. we've made mistakes in the past before. We have. Um, but this this year was particularly like, we were like, oh yeah, how bad can it be? Let's do some nostalgia movies, that'll be fun. Yep. And then we'll just pick some other movies. Turns out those other movies were bad. They were really bad. This was a bad year. Really but to bad. find out how bad, we will be back. Not next week. Uh, but in two weeks, <gasps> the week after next week, what? to do a little year in review wrap up awards show. One of our, uh, uh, I was going to say best episodes of the year. W- one of our more chaotic episodes. But Sandra, you said we were going to record that after this. Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, I think uh, next week we'll put up a Patreon episode for free here in the main show. I'm ooh, thinking Ghost Rider. Ooh. What do you think? Oh, that's true. The cage drama. We're gonna av- advertise the cage drama. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we should. Maybe we should do that. Yes. All right. Because we have the cage drama on Patreon. You can go subscribe and listen to that. It's a whole thing where we listen to and uh, and watch a whole bunch of movies by Nicholas Cage. <laughs> we just listen to the movies. That's all we do. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll put that out. We'll put that out next week, and then the week after that, it's the award show. Uh, for the first episode of the 2023. And then after that, we're doing uh, 1920 to 1969. It's going to be a whole new show. It's going to be a whole new year. It's a whole new year every week. Oh my goodness. It's going to be whiplash. We're going to have a whiplash. We're going to be like, whoa. It's going to be so weird. Every week it'll be like, 
I wonder what year this is. Well, actually, I don't know what year this is because it's increasing every episode. It was, it's it's going to be so confusing. What's going to happen? It's going to be so wild. It's going to be crazy. <sighs> and I can't count. So I don't know what years come after the next one. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I can't count. We'll have to get the random number generator, you know. Yeah, just... I know. It's wild. <laughs> and we will pick the first movie that we do, the film from 1920. We'll pick that uh, on that award show episode too. So you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, if you want to keep in touch with us, we're on all the things. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. At um, oldiebuddygoodypod on all those. Email address as well, oldiebuddygoodypod at gmail.com. We are on Patreon. You can get bonus episodes. Uh, Friday the 13th, we're doing a big series on that. Uh, the review of the first movie is up right now. On Wednesday, it's going to be Pinocchio, Disney, Pinocchio del Toro, and Pinocchio Pauly Shore, all in one episode. Yep. Can't wait to re- review those. We haven't done that one yet. We, we haven't recorded that one yet. That'll be exciting. And we're also doing Avatar 2 uh, next year, which will be fun. Yeah, yeah, that should be good. That should be good. Uh, I think that's everything left to do. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for being through another year, even a, this one, which was a particularly shitty one. I mean, I think the episodes were all pretty funny, but fucking hell, it was painful to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we will let it rip on the next um, award show. But <laughs> let's wrap it up with the best quote from Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. My favorite quote, without a doubt, is to quote... Daddy Neutron, who says, You see, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, James, son, let me tell you a little bit about rockets. Jimmy, son, Jimmy, 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 son, son, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, son, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jim. Yeah, uh, that's similar to, uh, to to my favorite quote, which is, I'm going to send you to the shadow realm, Jimbo. No, oh, Jimmy, Jim, 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 Jim. <laughs> if all your friends' names were Cliff, would you jump off them? I didn't think so. 